Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. Today we'll be looking at Parashah Acharei, which runs from Leviticus chapter 16 verse 1 to chapter 18 verse 30. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website. Christian Pizziolini joined the first American white supremacist skinhead group as a lonely teenager, before ultimately going on to lead it. Obsessed with power, he was listed as the most powerful white supremacist leader in America by the Anti-Defamation League. And yet, as he relates in a video on his official website, after the birth of his first child, he was suddenly overcome with love instead of hate. Now, he exists to dismantle the network of hate that he created and has set up an organization called Life After Hate to combat hatred in society. He is a man who has gone to great lengths to do what is right and to put right the wrongs that he wrought. Christian's story is incredible and reminds us of the many thousands of people who have done wrong, realized this, and then set about to correct it. And putting things right is the theme of this week's parasha as we arrive at the most important day in Judaism, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. The other holidays that God gives us in the Torah are summarized usually in a matter of a few words, with Passover being the obvious exception. But Yom Kippur is so important, it gets its own chapter right in the middle of the book of Vayikra. Following on from the elaborate ceremony to cleanse people with skin disease last week, we have an elaborate ceremony to mark the special day. Two goats are selected, one is led out to the wilderness to die, while the other is slaughtered and its blood is sprinkled inside the innermost tent of the Mishkan, where the Kohen Agadol, the high priest, entered in uniquely on this day, once a year, in order to procure forgiveness for the people. For our ancestors, the message was clear. Over the course of the year, we had done, said, and thought things that didn't measure up to God's standard. Now, thanks to the help of some blood and a representative, we were going to be able to receive forgiveness. It truly was a momentous day in our yearly calendar. But there's another message in the story of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur shows us that we can't always put things right ourselves. Sometimes we need some external help. Of course, the Torah is very clear on issues of making restitution, repaying what was stolen, repairing what was broken, etc. There is no dispute that God expected our ancestors to put things right. We also know this feeling ourselves, the desire to put right something that we have done wrong. But through the Day of Atonement, he also makes it clear that there are just some things that we cannot put right. When we think of doing wrong or making mistakes, we tend to automatically think of how we can fix it. But some mistakes, as I said before, we just can't undo. What about the famous Italian footballer Roberto Baggio, whose missed penalty cost his side the World Cup in 1994? Of course, he could try and improve his penalty taking in the future, but that won't undo the past, nor help Italy to win the World Cup. Some mistakes can't be undone. Others can be undone, but we tend to fix our attention on the horizontal human relationships involved instead of the vertical relationship with God. Yom Kippur was to be a day when we would also say sorry to God for all the bad things that we had said, thought, or done to people who were made in His image. It was a day to remember that if God didn't show us mercy, then we were in trouble. 
So, Yom Kippur became a day when God reminded us that we needed Him and His mercy, that ultimately all the wrongdoing we'd done in the last 12 months had been against Him. Today, while the emphasis is still on forgiveness, Yom Kippur looks very different. There are no dead goats, no high priest, and no holy place. Instead, we fast and pray. But for those of us who believe in Messiah Yeshua, there is a difference. We see in the Messiah's death and resurrection a parallel for the Yom Kippur ceremony in the Torah, where the Messiah, acting as our Kohen Agadol, enters into heaven to offer himself on behalf of our people. He was executed outside the city of Jerusalem, just as the goat was led off in the wilderness to die. And, thanks to his death and resurrection, we can have forgiveness from God and the chance of a new life, both here and in the hereafter. Just as our ancestors had certainty of being forgiven when they saw the high priest emerge from the most holy place, so we can have certainty of being forgiven because the Messiah has risen from the dead. It's easy for us, like Christian Pizziolini, to want to right the wrongs from our past, but we can't always do that. However, we can experience the forgiveness of God and know that no matter what we've done, God can accept us because of the Messiah Yeshua. Are you struggling to put right your past instead of putting it into the hands of the Messiah? Let him take your burden and set you free. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our parashah's espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or via our website at youthenfearjesus.de.